Have you ever wondered how a journey from the sun-soaked Caribbean island to a boardroom in Europe can reshape one's career and life? Well, on today's show, we have the incredible Samantha Van Hoof. And Samantha's story is not just about geographical shifts, but about a transformative journey of personal and professional growth. She is a senior director at a Fortune 100 company that many of you know and love, and she has navigated through various cultural landscapes and has emerged as a powerful voice in corporate leadership. Today, she's here to share her unique story from her early days in the Caribbean to making a mark in the corporate world. Join us as we dive into her inspiring journey to uncover the lessons, challenges, and triumphs that have helped shape her path to success. You are listening to the podcast from now to next, the podcast that empowers women to get seen, get heard, and get promoted. I'm your host, Erica Rooney, and I've made it my mission to help you break free from the sticky floors, those limiting beliefs and toxic behaviors to bust through the glass ceiling. I'm obsessed with all things growth and abundance, and I'm here to talk you through the tried and true secrets to get you to level up your career and your life. We talk about the hard stuff here, imposter syndrome, perfectionism, fear, and burnout. So pull up a seat, pop in an earbud, and let's dive in. Samantha Van Hoop, I am so thrilled that you are here today. I am totally pumped to hear your personal journey and your career journey. And it's a good one because we have met and chatted about this before. So I would love for you to kick this off for my audience. Who is Samantha Van Hoof? Thank you, Erica. And thank you for having me on your show. I'm so excited to be here and kick off the new year talking to you about my story. So for the audience, a little bit about me. My name is Samantha van Hoof. I am from the Netherlands, but originally I'm from the Caribbean. So actually, I'm an island girl by soul, and I live now, I've been living in the Netherlands for 20 years with my family, my husband, who's from Belgium, and my two sons. They keep me very, very busy. And in my day-to-day life, I am a senior director at a Fortune 100 company who are manufacturing shoes with a swoosh on it (laughs) without revealing the name. And I'm, I'm here leading a big team on the... European headquarters and driving growth for teams, people, and businesses. Mm. Well, I have no idea what shoes have swooshes on them. Indeed. (laughs) But I am so interested. How did we go from the islands to the Netherlands? Oh, my goodness. It's a long story. But in short, I moved around 20 years ago from the islands to the Netherlands to pursue my studies. So I have a bachelor in international business and a master's in finance and investments. And my plan was always to go back to the islands because the sun shines every single day. There's no winter, no fall, no spring. It's summer 365 days a year. So my plan was I come here, do my studies, and five years after, I move back. And then I met my husband. And so I'm still here. Well, I'm really interested. I think my first question is, is just, did you ever see yourself in this position? I, you know, Erica, to be honest, I was reflecting on this question because it's the New Year's, obviously, a moment of reflection. I've always wanted to be in this position. So when I, when I graduated from university with my shiny degrees, I graduated with honors, 
I thought I was going to climb the corporate ladder and get to this position. But after two years or so, I quickly started to realize that even though I was working twice as hard as my peers, you know, the formula that made me successful during my studies, I just wasn't getting ahead. And I was working twice as hard. I was so, so tired. And I felt that, you know, I wasn't rewarded. I wasn't seen. I wasn't recognized. And so for the first decade or so of my career, I still had a dream to progress and advance my career, but it didn't come to fruition because I was focusing mostly on the results and delivering and being the best. And so the first 10 years of my career, the way I advanced was by changing employers. Because when I was with an employer, I got fantastic performance reviews, like the best of the best, but I got... I kept being stuck in the same position. I wasn't advancing and I wasn't getting promoted. So the way to climb the ladder or advance was by changing employers. So that was the first 10 years of my career. And then I joined my current company and everything changed because I met someone there um, who was my manager at the time, who was also a mentor and became a sponsor later on. And this person showed me and opened my eyes to what it takes to advance in a corporate environment. And merit and hard work only gets you this far. It gets you fantastic performance reviews. It gets that your colleagues, you know, always go to you for everything. But in order to advance to the next level, there's much more needed than that. And this person, I am so grateful to this day that um, I met him because he really made a difference in mm how I saw myself and how I changed my mindset and behavior to get to where I am today. Okay. We've got a ton to unpack here because this is fantastic. My first thought is that initial idea that you had of like, I just need to show up. I need to work hard and I'm going to be recognized. I'm going to be seen and I'm going to be rewarded And then you're not. And I don't think that that story is unique. I think it happens, especially to women, because we don't ask a lot of the times. Absolutely. Were were you asking or were you waiting for that right? I was definitely not asking because I was under the impression, and this is a bit with the mindset that women have, but also society at that time, right? That if you do the work, your results will speak for themselves. And if there's one thing that I know by now is that work does does not speak. You speak. So you need to be the one that act to showcase your work, to make sure that others know the value that you bring, Mm. and to make sure that you are visible to the key decision makers. So if I knew that 10 years, the first 10 years of my career, it would have gone faster. Mm. Incredible. I mean, that's a that's a really great lesson for so many people to learn. And the earlier you can learn that lesson, like you said, the faster you will yes. advance in your career and actually get what you deserve. Yeah. And right. The rewards for all that hard work that you're doing. The second thing I would love to unpack, because we talk a lot about mentorship and sponsorship, and that is huge. And me too had an amazing mentor and sponsor who really helped fuel everything that I've done since meeting him. 
How did you find this person or did this person find you? It was a combination, to be honest. And I'm not the kind of person, again, I don't ask a lot. So I never went up to him or other people saying, hey, can you be my mentor? What I do is I, I look for people who have similarities um, as myself. So women, people that have an introverted personality, I'm a proud introvert, that I can find ways to identify and resonate uh, similar characteristics. And so this person was very opposite to me. So he was an extrovert, he was a him, not a she, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so he kind of found me, but we had such a strong connection that he turned into my mentor and sponsor without me having to ask him. So we found that connection. And that's always my advice for anyone. Don't go to a senior leader and say, hey, can you be my mentor? Because nine of the nine out of 10 times, they will say no, or they will say yes and not do it because they don't know you. So it's important to focus on building those connections, one-on-one -on -one genuine connections. And then with time comes that trust and really understanding and trying to learn from their journey and what are their moments, pivotal moments in their career, et cetera, et cetera. And eventually asking for help. It's important to ask for help, right? But it's more, how can I help you and how can you help me? Because even if you do identify a mentor or a sponsor, you also have something to bring to the table. It's not a one-way relationship. Absolutely. And here's, I think, a very critical piece that a lot of women miss is it is important to do the work because mentors and sponsors essentially are putting their neck on the line for you. They are the ones that are going to be bringing you into the room and you've got then two options. Are you going to show up and be amazing or are you going to be a dud? And so they want to see that you have this track record of showing up, of working hard and doing all the things. So I don't want people to forget that it's important to do the work, but you also in a way have to prove yourself so that someone does want to stick their neck out on the line for you and say, I will be that person's sponsor because I know their work ethic and I believe in them and they work hard. Absolutely. It's, there's so much power in a network, right? And most of the time, these mentors and sponsors have worked very hard to cultivate that network. So in order for them to indeed put their neck on the line, they need to be very sure that it, this person is the right person to do so for. So I always approach it, even today, I Honestly, Erica, I never asked somebody officially to be my mentor or sponsor. Me either. I, <laughs> I focus on building a relationship where I focus on helping the other person first. And once that trust is there, once I feel that it's a mutual relationship, then I move on to see, okay, how can this person help me grow? And I think that's the difference as well. How can this person help me grow instead of how can this person help me succeed? Mm. Because if I grow, I am succeeding as well, right? Absolutely. So Samantha, one of the things you said, and I wrote it down, was hard work only gets you so far. Yes. Which I believe, but I want to hear from you. What are the things that we are not doing in place of doing all the hard work, right? We're spending 110% of our time busting our butts and doing the hard work. What are the things that we are not doing? 
So for me, there's a few things, few game changers. One is mindsets, right? Mindset and especially for women, limiting beliefs and imposter syndrome are detrimental to one's career. And I have suffered from that a lot in the beginning. And I still do. I'm very honest with you. I still have moments where I have imposter syndrome, where my limiting beliefs get the best of me, but I've learned how to navigate those moments, how to go back and look at all the things that I have accomplished. And that helps me stay focused on the future and navigate, let's say, when the imposter syndrome, you know, makes an appearance. Rears its ugly head. It's It does, it does. So that's one. Secondly, like I said, is being visible. And visible doesn't mean being the loudest voice in the room or always showing up in every meeting and saying something for the sake to say something, but it's more, how are you communicating your accomplishments and the value that you bring? It could be something as simple as when you finish the project, share, you know, how proud you are and how great it was to work with a team, how it contributes to the strategy, you know, how you reduced costs or how you increase revenues, really making sure that people know why this is a big deal and why you contribute to it. And then lastly, I would say relationships, relationships, relationships. And it's not about networking for the sake of networking, but it's more about, and I say this because again, I'm a proud introvert. So I built one-on-one connections. I built really strong one-on-one connections, but I will never be the loudest voice in a room full of people. But I built those one-on-one connections. And it's important because on this journey of growth, you need to have people supporting you and you need to have people that you are learning from on the journey of growth. And if you keep your head down and work, 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 work on those deliverables, you're missing out on another great learning opportunity, which is learning from others and other peoples, and then potentially missing out on great mentors and sponsors because you're head down in the work, which was my case the first 10 years of my career. Absolutely. So originally you were really showcasing that you were an amazing individual contributor, right? You could come in and they could give you a job and you could do it, Yeah. but you weren't showcasing that you were a leader. Indeed. And it was keeping me exactly in my position that I was in. So I would get fantastic performance reviews, but I was also making sure that I was kept in that position because I was so great, right? So so that is the mindset shift from individual contributor to a leader. And one one more thing, Erica, that I always say, learning is also about unlearning. And I'm still unlearning to this day. Like, what are the behaviors? What are the mindsets that do not serve me anymore? That I need to let go of, unlearn in order for me to progress. And I have found that unlearning is maybe even harder than learning. This is amazing. It's truly dynamite because people forget that Since we were little tiny babies, we have been sent these messages, intentional or not, from society, from our parents, from our relationships that we're building about how we show up, who we can be, how we should act, and especially women, you know, be a good little girl, be a nice girl, keep your head down, be quiet, do your work, 
you know, sit quietly, all of those things impact how we show up. But what I also think is so important to talk about is that so many extroverts do get promoted because they are the loudest, but you harnessed your powers as an introvert to really say, you know what, I'm going to foster more meaningful connections. And I think this is amazing. And I hope you give yourself enough credit for it that you did not try to change who you were to succeed. You said, I am going to use the talents and the skills that I have for good, which are forming those one-on-one connections and those relationships and showcasing how I do amazing work and then using that to help you fly up the corporate ladder. Yes. And again, this has also been, that this has been a journey. It wasn't easy because again, coming out of university, I had this dream of being successful and advancing. And so next to working hard, I was also trying to fit in, right? Behaving like an extrovert, which at the time were very, all, if I looked up and looked at all the leaders, they tend to be men, extroverted men, right? And so all of that, the first 10 years kept me where I was because I wasn't coming from a place of my true self and my true power. And once I let go of that, and now I say introversion is my superpower. I will never be the loudest voice in the room. So I'm not even going to try because I will fail. However, if you value one-on-one connections, strong partnerships, empathy, then I'm your go-to person. And there's something that comes with confidence as well. When you're confident, when you know what your strengths are and you capitalize on their strengths, then you'll fly. Mm. So do you feel like you've always been a confident person or is this something that you've cultivated over time? I've cultivated over time and I am still working on it because like I said, that imposter syndrome once in a while still makes an appearance. Yes. And I struggle with imposter syndrome as well. And I was just having this conversation with another friend about how that initial job in the C-suite felt and how the imposter syndrome prevented me from showing up how I wanted to show up and as my true self because I was so nervous and I was like, I don't deserve to be here. These, If I say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing, they're going to look at me like I'm crazy and they're going to say, why did we hire this girl to be in the C-suite? But people have to remember that what got you to where you are, your introversion, whatever, that is your superpower. And it might not look like everybody else around the table, but it is why they are bringing you into the room. Absolutely. Absolutely. That and people generally want you to succeed. And I think that is the biggest, whenever that imposter syndrome, you know, makes its appearance, I think, okay, let's look back at the past 17 years. You know, there is enough evidence, enough examples that you deserve to be here. And all those people who vowed for you, because I didn't have one sponsor, I had many sponsors, I had many mentors. There's a reason that you're here. And it doesn't help them, the team, or the business if you start doubting yourself. So I have these scripts to navigate. You know, I talk to myself, I give myself a two-minute pep talk, and then it's like showtime. But it is um, absolutely agree. Absolutely. And there is so much power in diversity as well. And that's also what I keep telling myself. No, you need to be in this room at this table because 
there's many introverts out there, many teams, uh, introverted people out there, and they need people like you at the table to represent them and to speak up for them. So that also helps me. Well, you gave me a very powerful gold nugget that I think I my brain knew, but it wasn't connecting. And that's that people want you to succeed. They don't bring you into these companies and into these positions because they want you to fail. So whenever you are going through those imposter syndrome moments, remember that everyone there wants you to win. And you know what? If they don't, you're in the wrong place. Let's be clear about that. Indeed. Indeed. But that is a great, great golden nugget. All right. You talked about letting go of things and remembering to let go of things and learning to let go of things. What is something you are letting go of in 2024? Uh, 2024. What I'm working on is, like I said, that self-doubt. Like, no, I am here. I'm here for a reason. People believe in me. I better start believing in myself. And so self-doubt is something that I'm letting go of. And then the other thing I'm letting go of is perfectionism. Because perfectionism is me, and I think for a lot of people as well, holding me back from progress. Because if I spend so much time trying to make things perfect, how will I learn? I learn from failure. I learn from mistakes. And so I am letting go of perfectionism because I welcome innovation and I want to learn from mistakes and from failures because I truly believe that those are stepping stones to success. Mm, Yes, girl, they are. If everything came easy to us, which I'm not out here seeking, (laughs) seeking a hard life, let's be clear, but if everything came easy to us, number one, it wouldn't be, it, we would, what would we learn? But like my Absolutely. therapist always says, everyone loves a comeback story. Think oh. about when you go to the movies, right? You don't want this thing where they win every time. That's boring. No. You know, it's all about learning, growing, and that comes from pain. It comes from struggle. So embrace it. Don't avoid it. Huh. I love, love that it. line. I want to know too, Samantha, though, what are your biggest goals for 2024? Where do you want to be this time next year? So I have actually, I'm in the middle of founding my company, the Powerhouse Codes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm really excited. And so the Powerhouse Codes helps ambitious professionals that are very busy accelerate their growth and achieve success. And the aim is to do that to three things, mindset shifts, behavior changes, and micro actions. Because we are all so, so, so busy, limited time attention span. And so the goal is to provide nuggets of learnings and advice to leave a sustainable behavior shift and mindset shift. And so that's something that I'm working on in 2024. And so next year around this time, Erica, you need to invite me back to the I show. I will, girl. I will. And then I'm envisioning that I will tell you about how many people I helped with the powerhouse code. And I'm going to give you a challenge, Samantha, because I believe that we don't dream big enough. I want you to leave here today and I want you to think about the number of ambitious professionals that you're going to help. And then I want you to 3X that. 
Oh, wow. I had my one-year plan, my three-year plan, my five-year plan, and now you're challenging me to pull that forward. Yes, girl. That is what ambitious women do for other ambitious women is we help each other and we push each other out of our comfort zones because that initial goal, it's a little bit of a comfort zone. It is a comfort zone because I need to, you know, I'm dipping my toes. (laughs) We're going to take that and we're going to three exit and we're going to do big, big things. But I have one last question for you, Samantha, and it's the question that I ask every single guest on my podcast. And that is when you look back at the Samantha who's working her butt off, showing up every day, but not being seen, not being heard, definitely not being promoted. What piece of advice would you give her today? Well, first I would think for her, the girl is working her ass off, not getting anywhere. No, my piece of advice. And so if I think, if I could speak to myself 17 years ago, I would say, do not keep your head down. And so with that, I mean, build those relationships, make sure people know who you are and what you bring and get help and not help because you're not good enough, but get guidance, you know, get either, like I said, through mentors or coaches or lifelong learning. So I'm a lifelong learning. I love to learn new things. I love to absorb new information. And I really think that if I was focused on the unwritten rules, for lack of a better word, at that time, 17 years ago, it would have made a difference. And so that's also why I'm founding the Powerhouse Code, because I really want to make it accessible for a broader community. I mean, we know that leadership development programs are very expensive and time consuming. And so I really want to help people and make it accessible to a wider community. Amazing. And if someone wants to follow your journey with the powerhouse code and they're like, I'm going to need to sign up when she gets this going, where can they find you? How can they follow you? Yes. So I'm on LinkedIn. So me personally, I'm on LinkedIn. And then the powerhouse code has a weekly newsletter, which we can share in the details of the podcast. And there's an Instagram page and I'm working on a website as we speak. The newsletter would be the best way because then every week the audience gets that bite-sized information in three minutes or less because remember that attention span that is getting less and less and less by the year so three minutes or less bite-sized pieces of advice and insights and then wait for the next one amazing i will make sure to link where you can sign up for her newsletter her ig and her linkedin all in the show notes samantha i am so pumped to be following you on your journey because Your story is amazing. How you break it down into these bite-sized pieces that we can all digest is amazing. It's going to be a great 2024 for you. I am so excited. But thank you for being here. Thank you, Erica. I'm so happy to have started 2024 on this note. And I will take up your challenge to 3x all the goals. I love that. What an amazing conversation with Samantha. Her journey is a testament to the power of resilience, adaptability, and the courage to redefine one's path. Now, as we close today out, let's remember Samantha's powerful insights on embracing unique strengths, the importance of mentorship, and the courage to ask for help. But don't let the inspiration end here. I encourage you to reflect on your own journey What can you learn from Samantha's experiences? How can you apply her insights into your own career and life? And most importantly, 
don't forget to extend a helping hand to someone else on the path with you. If Samantha's story resonated with you, reach out, connect with her, join her powerhouse community, and keep the conversation going. Let's continue to inspire and lift each other up. Remember, your journey is unique and your story is waiting to be told. Now let's stop putting ceilings on what is possible and start breaking through them. 